authority is making God real in your life. You can visit us online at womanatthewellministries.org. Now sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen our daily walk with Jesus Christ. Join us in this broadcast, A Holy Companion, as Kim Miller brings us a message out of Psalms 8-4, which says, What is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visitest him? Hello and welcome to this broadcast of Woman at the Well Ministries. And our point to ponder today is such a blessed point. It is God visits with you. You think about that for just a moment. The God of the universe, the creator of all things, the giver of life, the absolute epitome of love, visits with you. Erica read for us out of Psalms chapter 8 and verse 4, and it said, What is man that thou art mindful of him? You think about that. We're made out of the dust of the earth, pretty much wretched creatures, and on our own we are completely without much good but then there's jesus and he comes into our life and he changes us and he makes us into something beautiful and something good we're just pieces of clay and the king of kings and the lord of lords visits with us do you understand that he has chosen to live in us? I've seen some amazingly beautiful things in my life. I've seen beautiful creatures. And he didn't choose to live in them. He chose to live in us, knowing that we were frail, knowing we'd make mistakes, knowing that we'd be tempted. But he chose us, and he continues to choose us. Now, I know that many of you within the sound of my voice who are listening to this message may sometimes feel unworthy. And maybe sometimes you are focusing on the fact that you are just wretched man and you've made all kinds of mistakes and you've got friends or family or the world or somebody who just won't let you forget that. I've got good news. The Bible says that the greatest of all has come to visit you. Let us pray. Our kind and most gracious, dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you for the privilege of knowing that you're here, that your presence is with us. You said that where two or three are gathered together in your name, that you would be in the midst. And Lord, I know that you are here. Lord, I pray that you would encourage every heart, that you would change each attitude, and that you would change each mind to realize, Lord, that you are there with them and that you want to be with them and that you desire their companionship. And Lord, that you have come that they might have life and have it more abundantly. Lord, speak through these lips of clay. Anoint them, we pray, in Jesus' name. And all of God's people said, Amen. As I was looking through the scripture and Erica was reading, my eyes dropped down to Psalms chapter 6. 
And it began to see this, and it says, The Lord hath heard my supplication. The Lord will receive my prayer. Now, that's just an added bonus that my eyes fell upon, but it, it's, it's what reminds me of the greatness of having him in our presence. He's in our presence visiting with us so we can speak to him. You know, during our lifetimes, we have company over for many different reasons. A lot of times it's during the holidays. Sometimes it's just something you do. The summertime often brings a lot of people around. And sometimes you might even go on vacation with folks and spend a lot of time that you normally don't. And you visit with them. And you catch up on things. And it's just such a sweet feeling to be around those that you love, to talk to them, to commune with them. That's what it's like with Jesus. In fact, he says in Revelations chapter 3 and verse 20, he says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. Do you realize that the Bible says that he wants to be with you, that he wants to sup with you, to, to be part of, of your life, your daily routine? your joys, your sorrows. He wants to be an integral part of your life. He wants to be involved with you, not just on Sunday morning and Sunday night and that occasional Wednesday and perhaps a revival here and there. He wants to be involved with you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Now that doesn't mean that you have to have your nose stuck in the word of God all the time. Wouldn't hurt you. You can't read it too much. But we have a life to lead, and we have a witness to be. But he wants us to pray without ceasing, he says in 1 Thessalonians. We are needing to have him in our life, just an attitude of conversation with Christ, an attitude of understanding. He's right here with me. I'm never alone. The world suffers so severely from depression. So many people have been inflicted with that disease and that problem, and they feel like no one cares. Jesus cares. Do you realize he cares so much about you that before you were even born, he made a way of escape for you that you might be able to come to where he is and while he's there building that home for you, not made with hands eternal to the heavens, he has sent the Holy Spirit to live inside of you if you'll just believe and receive. Do you realize that what he says in Hebrews chapter 13, 5 says that be content with such things as you have, for he have said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. He says in that preceding that, he says, let your conversation be without covenants. In other words, a lot of times we feel this sadness and this incredible depression because we think so-and-so has this and so-and-so gets to do that and I live a life better than this and I do all of this and the Lord doesn't bless me. Oh, come on. The Bible says daily he loads you with benefits. You have no idea what so-and-so is going through, even though they have this and that. You don't know what kind of a burden doing this or that has caused for so-and-so. The Bible says that you're not to covet what other people have. That's only an act of the devil. That's something to make you think you don't have all that you need. But the Bible promised in Philippians chapter 4 that you have all of your need and that he supplies all of your need. But more importantly, in this verse in Hebrews chapter 13, he says he's never going to leave you nor forsake you. So he is your constant companion. He's visiting you as he says in Psalms chapter 8 and verse 4, you're never alone. So those of you who feel lonely and feel unloved and feel as if the Lord is not with you, that he's forsaken you, he will never forsake you nor leave you. 
He's always there. And in fact, he's knocking on your heart's doors. We read in Revelation chapter 3, wanting you to fellowship with him, to invite him in, to allow him to be part of your life. And then he says in Hebrews chapter 4, verses 14 through 16, He says, seeing then that we have a great high priest that has passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace. What? What is he asking? Let us come boldly. Where? To the throne of grace. Grace is unmerited favor. We can come to the throne of grace. And then what does he say? That we may obtain mercy. Yeah, you might have made some mistakes. We all have. You might have made some poor choices. The whole world may have given up on you and cast you aside. But the Bible says in 1 John 1, 9, that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The Bible tells us that if we just ask God to forgive us, that he will. And that brings us in right fellowship. And that right fellowship allows us then to do something to to get back in that right fellowship with God where we can then speak to him and allow him to bring that peace that passeth understanding so that we can find that grace to help in time of need. You see, the Bible tells us in Romans chapter 8 that nothing can separate us from the love of God. Nothing nor no one. You see, it is an incredible thing to know that Jesus loves you, and it's an amazing thing to know that he visits with you. You see, we might know of some incredibly important people. And some of you might even know some incredibly important people, as the world would say. But all of you who know Jesus know the King of kings, the Lord of lords, and the greatest of all. And all of you have access to the throne of God, which has the most power of any force on earth. You have the opportunity to pray. You have the opportunity to request his presence. And he's already promised he's there. You have the opportunity to spend time with him and to place your focus on him. And Isaiah 26, 3 says that if you'll just keep your mind stayed on him, you'll have the perfect peace of God. That joy unspeakable and full of glory is yours because he visits with you. But so many of us, we don't accept the invitation to come to the throne of grace. Others of us don't keep our eyes focused on him and we focus on the world and we don't have the peace we need and we may find ourselves lonely and hurting. But I have good news. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and his invitation remains to you. And as long as you have breath, you have an opportunity to reconcile yourself to the Lord by receiving his son, Jesus Christ, as Savior. And if you know Christ as Savior, you have the opportunity, as I spoke about earlier, to confess your sins and allow him to forgive you of those sins. And the Bible says that the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. He says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Do you realize that you have the time and the opportunity to sit down with God 
as you read his word because it was his word that was made flesh and dwelt among us. And Jesus Christ, the son of God, has come to earth that you might have life and have it more abundantly. And he's invited you to spend time with him. And so often we choose not to do so. So often we choose to ignore such a great a salvation that he has given us, that free gift that we get if we just believe and receive. And so often we feel alone. Do you know who that's from? That's the devil. If right now, within the sound of my voice, you feel alone and unloved, you can just thank the devil for that feeling because it's a lie straight from the pits of hell. For the Bible says, as I read in your hearing before, that he'll never leave you nor forsake you. And the Bible says that he wants to sup with you and he's knocking on your heart's door and you just have to open it. And the Bible says that he visits with you. The point to ponder today is that God visits with you. Enjoy his company. You'll never be the same. all for joining us today for this program of Woman at the Well Ministries. We hope that you have been blessed by our program today and we encourage you to share your prayer requests or testimonies or any feedback that you have. And you can visit us online at womanatthewellministries.org where you will find devotions and many additional Bible resources to enhance your daily walk with God. Woman at the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father, and it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. If you are interested in partnering with Woman at the Well Ministries, please feel free to email us or write to us at Woman at the Well Ministries, P.O. Box 875, Milton, West Virginia, 25541. We would also like to thank the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us play their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your thoughts and your prayers, and you are all in our prayers. Remember that God loves you, and you are loved. Have a wonderful and blessed day in the Lord.